0: Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with KC, a segment brought to you by the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. Here, the conversations are raw and casual with people from a plethora of backgrounds and your favorite host, KC Phoenix. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix. And this is another, as you know, Conversations with KC episode. And I have a guest on with me today, and I will allow that guest to introduce himself. Greetings. I am Emmanuel Iname, and
1: I am the character coach and... The thing about character. Well, let me put it this way. So my God given purpose is to help you look more attractive, but not the person on the outside, the person on the inside, the real you, your character. And the most effective way to perfect the person on the inside is to have one goal in mind where you want to get to in regards to your character. And that one goal is, I am going to be joyful even during the difficult times in life.
0: Okay, now you're saying being joyful even during the difficult times, which can be hard at times because believe me, I, I've been down that road before. (laughs) What are some of the things that you do to help you remain joyful during the difficult times? So
1: you've already mentioned one earlier, decompressing. That's, that's one way to, to help maintain one's joy because Difficult times come in all shapes and sizes, and sometimes a difficult time is you have to work, uh, maybe 20 hours a day for whatever reason or another. And finding a way to have some quiet time in your day is a good way to help that mind relax to catch his breath. And this way you're not overwhelmed with so many thoughts, so many thoughts. And that's one of the ways to help um, defend your joy. Yeah. And so I guess let me let me elaborate on that statement, defend your joy, because being that the goal is to keep your joy so that when you go into the difficult times, it's still there and it lasts through it. So I'll speak in a parable here. You have to think of your joy like it's a snowball rolling down an infinite mountain and there are no no rocks that can cause the snowball to break up. So basically, If the snowball never stops, it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and rolling down the mountain. And you also Mm -hmm. have to imagine that you are in that snowball. I don't know if you've seen those little balls that people uh, roll across the water, Uh, but you have to imagine yourself as if you are in the middle of the snowball and you are rolling it down that mountain. And so that's the the best parable right now. Uh, to help someone understand how to defend their joy. So if you stop, then you run the risk of not having that momentum because as one goes through through life, you can continuously gain more and more and more joy. and And so doing things like getting rest and decompressing are ways to to help a person not burn out cuz if you burn out then you get sidelined and you can't effectively uh, defend your joy in such a situation it's good that you're getting rest but if you keep burning out then there's an underlying issue That's that's leading to that burnout Uh, in some situations. It's maybe a a person is working in the wrong purpose. Like they're, uh, yeah, they, they're working in the wrong job. And so another thing that you, that you, we talked about earlier writing that is, that's a good way to help a person get and remain at that mindset. I'm going to stay joyful in the difficult times. And somebody might say, well, that's interesting. Why writing? Well, in part because it can help a person get their thoughts together. And sometimes, When a person might be frustrated and they cannot get down to the reason why, it's good to sometimes just straight up write like like you said you did for your your friends they sent you a picture, you needed to write a story oh, or a video. Oh, right. The
0: um, individual who she needed a script written in, she That's just great. sent me a picture because, long story short, it, all of them were actors and it was two kids and, and an adult man. And of course, an adult woman, it was the woman who sent me the picture and she wanted to pitch the script to some executives and things like that. And she's like, I need a script to, to pitch. Can you create a show based off of this picture? And I just wrote a script for her and did that. I did a memo deal with her. So yeah, that's okay. how that went down.
1: And <laughs> I, 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 how did you meet this person? Did they find, find you through like LinkedIn or something or
0: you just no, know? No, actually them? it was Craigslist is Okay, how I met her. Yeah. I met her through Craigslist. That was when I was living in Los Angeles and I was looking because when I first moved to Los Angeles, my goal was to become a script writer. Okay. And write scripts because I love creating stories. Mm -hmm. And through the process, through that journey of becoming a script writer, I happened to meet her via Craigslist and, you know, she liked the script. And the script got the, as far as getting the green light to shoot the pilot, but it it sort of fizzled out there because people have to understand about 200,000 scripts come into Hollywood every year, give or take. Okay. So whether you get the green light and the pilot's done, even if the pilot is done, that doesn't mean that you get signed for a deal on to have an actual series, an actual show. And the deal that I had did, which I'll never do again with memo deals is it was allowing her to take it to people. And then if it was picked up by a network, I would receive a payment based off of that, but it signs over all of the rights. And now throughout my journey, I just don't want to sign over any more rights to anything anymore. (laughs) Okay. You okay. know, it was an amazing experience. I love creating the script, and, and the rights have reverted back to me. So that's another one of my mini scripts that are in my box <laughs> Okay. That will eventually be done one day. But yeah, it was an interesting experience. Okay, so you and said please. you used to live in LA. Where'd you move? To, where'd you move to? I moved to Texas, to Dallas, Texas, from Los Angeles, California, to Dallas, Texas. Okay. And
1: <laughs> why did you pick uh, Dallas? Or I guess, let me ask you, how was that journey like moving from LA to Dallas?
0: Was it, was it like a fun journey? Did you have a, did you have a good time? <laughs> uh, my, my listeners know what went down on that journey because it's in um, one of my old episodes from last year. I was actually sick the day I moved. I had to do everything myself, breaking down all the stuff in my apartment. The only thing that was moved out of my apartment with help was the refrigerator. That was it. The bed, the L-shaped desk, all of the clothes, all of the appliances, all, you know, the um, TV, the entertainment center, all of that stuff. I moved every single thing, the exercise bike uh, All of that stuff, I moved myself and I was sick that day because I had eaten some bad sardines. So, (laughs) but it it was, I had to be out by that day because I had a timeline to get to Dallas. And if I had missed that, if I had missed the timeline, everything would have been thrown off. So I had to leave Los Angeles, drive to Tucson, Arizona, and then from Tucson, Arizona to Odessa, Texas, and then from Odessa, Texas to Dallas, Texas. Okay. So I, yeah, each, I, you know, each night I stayed in one city, which the, the hotel I stayed in, in Tucson was amazing. I love their casino. It was, which I didn't go to the casino, but it, it was just such a it was unexpectedly beautiful. I expected it to be just okay. But when I got there, I was like, wow, this is really nice. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. So, well, you said something that, or actually two things, uh, speaking of uh, character development, that you pushed through, although you were sick.
0: Yeah, I was praying the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like I didn't have a choice, and the only thing I could do was pray, and that's what I did.
1: <laughs> and so that is, in regards to character development, that's an important thing to to help a person uh, to have that uh, that tenacity, that uh, that drive to say, look hard times are going to come. And sometimes if I get sick, yeah, I need a rest, but there might be times where it's difficult for me physically, but I have to keep moving forward. And I'll give you an example of someone just in case listeners are like, "Eh, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of a high mark to to (laughs) say I can keep going. Like, in some situations, if I get sick or if I'm in a physically unideal situation uh, to still keep going and it's possible. So I'll talk about two women, uh, Amy Carmichael and Gladys Elward, and I'll hit on Amy Carmichael right now. But if you go and look at their, their life story on, Uh, some video uh, documentaries put up on YouTube, you will see that that height of character development, that goal that I made mention of that people should aim for. It's possible because for example, Amy Carmichael moved from Ireland, I believe to India uh, to, to do uh, mission work. And at one point, while she was working she had fallen into a hole and and broken her leg wow and those are situations where oftentimes we want to s- want to stop and and maybe give up on our mission or give up on our task but she was so she's paralyzed she's in bed and she's writing books and so the complex she was in she was taking care of a a lot of kids who had essentially been abandoned by their parents. And so she would also still go around the complex. Someone would wheel her around the complex to go talk to people and greet them. And so that's an example of a person having joy in the difficult times and in part to defend your joy so that it stays in the difficult times. Um, A person does need to keep moving forward with their God-given purpose and keep going, keep going. And you don't want the momentum to stop. And so something else that you said that is is good to help a person um, prevent the momentum uh, from stopping is you had a timeline that you had to get to Dallas by. Mm -hmm. And so, whereas maybe if you didn't have that timeline, you would have, you would have said, okay, let me rest. Let me get over this, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, fun that I had with sardines and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then when I'm feeling better, I can, uh, I can go ahead and move. And so I've discovered that if somebody keeps a schedule and especially if you have appointments with other people, and things that you have to do with other people, that's one of those things that can get a person up out of out of bed if they're maybe like down or something like that or they feel like they just can't keep moving forward. Having a commitment to somebody can help a person whenever they're down in the dumps, or whenever they feel like they're in despair and and so that's a a good practical thing that someone uh, can can do having a commitment uh, and just throughout life in general this way that's one of those things that can help a person keep going keep moving forward keep moving forward Uh, because in certain situations And this isn't something I'm applying to rest. But in certain situations, if you stop moving, then a person
0: is at greater risk of sinking into depression or. Right. There are certain chemicals associated with I forgot the name of the chemical, but yet when you physically move, it activates certain chemicals in your brain that actually helps you. And in, in the, it's not coming to me right now, what the name of uh-huh. it, because I discussed this with someone. I did an interview with an individual, uh, Eric Winter, I believe was his name, in Australia. and We were discussing uh, things like that. Wait, so yeah. You, you went to Australia or this No, is no, just- no. Okay. Yeah. It was um, via the okay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that was one of the things that we had discussed with having that movement too. But movement makes a difference. And also, I want to just throw this out here as well, is that hope and faith to make a difference too when it comes to getting through something. Because with that situation in Los Angeles, when I was leaving, I was just literally praying, driving on the road. I'm just like, oh my goodness, please let me make it. Please let me make it And, and everything else. And it, it all worked out. But also with when you mentioned momentum earlier, what some people don't realize, and then this is when hope and faith comes in, is that it's almost like a slingshot or a bow and arrow where sometimes some people start to lose faith or hope because they, they try something and they get knocked down or they get knocked back. And what they don't realize is that the universe, the divine God, Allah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call uh, the higher source, is knocking you back so they can slingshot you forward and give you that extra. Because if you pull a bow back or an arrow back in a bow, then the further you pull it back, the further the arrow is going to go. Same thing with the slingshot. If you pull, the further you pull it back, once you let go, the more momentum it's going to have going forward. So that's why those things happen and you have to have faith in those types of moments where it seems like things just aren't going right. Because with that Los Angeles situation as an example, there were other things going on on top of me moving by myself and being sick, where I'm just like, okay, it's, it, was, it was, I guess you could call it controlled chaos because I had, you know, column A, there were things that were not going right. And then column B, everything was just falling into place. Okay. is in And you, the, no way to explain it, but it was divine intervention. That's okay. the only way it can be explained. And it's where everything that fell into place in column B almost neutralized all of the chaos in column A. Okay. And, you know, here I am in Dallas now. <laughs> so, yeah. And after that experience, uh, I'm stronger for it. And so another
1: thing that can also help people is having other people around them. So whenever you you do get knocked down, to to have other people around you who are full of hope and are full of faith because because sometimes people need to tap into the energy of of someone else so they can get resupplied. And so it's a it's a good thing to make sure that you're in a community of people that that have that hope and and faith and persistence so this way whenever whenever life throws that ah ah the one to the one t- <laughs> two and 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 you might be like uh dazed and confused you have a friend on the side who would pick you up to say oh yeah it's the don't worry uh maybe get yourself a little bit of rest and uh, get a few sardines and, <laughs> and and we'll keep moving forward tomorrow and so it's a it's it's a good thing to have people because uh, the the Knox, are always going to come, and like you said, if you if you keep moving forward, you're going to become stronger. And that's the important. So that's the important thing uh, for for people to to understand and to grasp is that. I got to keep moving forward. It's a must. I need to, I need to schedule in breaks, but I got to keep moving forward because if I quit, then the opponent in this game called life is going to take advantage of that situation. If a person quits, and this is where our opponents in this game called life is going to start trying to fill a person's head with uh, with thoughts of doubt, with thoughts of fear, with thoughts of hopelessness, with thoughts of despair and worry and anxiety. Because it's almost like, an uh, animal that's uh, uh, what do you call the the predator, mm-hmm. and maybe they see their their prey. One from the pack is like <laughs> is moving a little sluggish, and so they're going to go after that uh, that one that's that sluggish more so than the than the uh, the healthy and the fit animals, and so that's what our opponent in this life does when he sees someone is down in the dumps or they're having a situation in life that makes them more at risk for accepting negative thoughts, then that's when he comes in and he's like he's he's trying to get a person to sink deeper and to spiral deeper deeper. And to have momentum, but towards negative thoughts. And so that's another reason to have a good group of people around you because we can lift each other up. Like if you have a ton of joy and you're just bubbling and you're like uh, uh, Miss Amy Carmichael or the other one, uh, Miss Gladys Elwood, the one that I was talking about, all of that joy bubbling up inside of you. For me, if I see that, then that can that can make a person who's down say, "You know what? There is hope. There is hope." And for example, this Miss Gladys Elwood. So she left the UK and went to China, and her story is is absolutely just mind-blowing but i'll just point out one thing in her story hmm? to to add to the point of it's good to have people like this around you and so in the town she was in she had developed relationships with the with the people in the town and At one point, they they called her to go to a men's prison because one of the men in the prison had somehow gotten his hands on an axe and he had killed a few people in the prison and the guards didn't know what to do with him. This was, I think, maybe around 1930s. And so they call her and say, hey, go to the prison and sort it out. Now, this woman is like five foot tall. And so she's going into a men's prison to sort out an axe murder. And so, and so she goes into the prison and she walks up to the guy and says to him, give that to me. And he gave her the axe. And so just that amount of courage, like being around someone with that level of courage, that that's contagious. Because it's like yeah. this woman, <laughs> five foot tall, <laughs> 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 and so uh, this is one of the reasons why it's it's also good to make sure you are in a in a community of people. Sometimes, as far as character development goes, uh, to 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 be able to develop your ability to deal with loneliness it is also important to practice being lonely and so because there will come times in life where people will experience that and so it's important to to prepare your mindset to know that hey there might come a time in life where maybe it's a year two years three years that I might have to be lonely for whatever reason or another. Like, like the, the young lady. Well, she's since passed, but Gladys Elwood, she left family and friends and went to China. Didn't know, did not know anybody there. There was someone that she was going to work with a, a missionary that she was going to work with, but she didn't know that missionary. And so, uh, and something else that happened while she was there that uh, that elder missionary died and so Gladys Elward is in a foreign country and she doesn't have any friends and so uh, but she still had that she still was able to to maintain hope maintain courage and faith and still keep moving forward in her God given mission. And so the reason why I talk about uh, Gladys Elward and Amy Carmichael often is because it's, it's a reference that it's like, Hey, these are actual people that lived up to that potential of having joy in the difficult times. And you can steal like, after I, listen to their stories a couple of times, I still get pumped up, although they've passed a long time, uh, a long time ago, like I'm still like motivated I'm like, yeah, I can still feel like their energy. And this is where it's, that's your joy can be eternal. And that, and they're two good examples of having defended their joy and their joy remained eternal to the point where it's still affecting me a black kid in croatia (laughs) And, (laughs) and so it's 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 possible and so this is this is part of my work is to let people know it's possible to live this life through the difficult times and still have joy and still have hope and not get bitter and or let me focus on our hit on bitterness uh, that the problem with that is it really influences a person to go into uncontrolled anger. And I'll quickly describe it as because once you have bitterness, then you enter into a revenge cycle. And so somebody does something that in a sense disrespects you, then anger grows and gains momentum. And then, because of the driving force of bitterness, then a person seeks revenge. And it's like this, this, this loop. And so there's hope against that. And it comes down to, I'm going to forgive. And so with that said, I'm hopeful for everybody on the planet because it's like, it's possible. And and so I'll I'll, I'll keep talking to uh, as many people as possible to continue to spread that message and to let people know, look, that eternal joy is possible. It's just some some things that people need to understand a little bit more in order to play this game called life. So understand the. F- fundamentals and the tools that can be used in order to successfully uh, play this game called life. And I guess there's a good point to end on unforgiveness because I'm looking at the 850 mark here. But (laughs) (laughs) so it's, I'll say it this way. Our thoughts are like seeds. And once a thought gets planted into our mind, it can turn into a plant like that and produce more seeds. And so this is the reason why when a person has unforgiveness against someone this is why that anger grows and people fly into fits of rage is because once a, a thought of anger gets planted, it it reproduces very quickly. and And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until the point where a person explodes in a fit of rage because it's... All of these thoughts, it's like a pressure cooker. And, and so something, something has to pop. And so there's hope because there's forgiveness. And the important thing for people to factor in in regards to forgiving someone is this, is that at some point in the future, you're going to want for forgiveness from someone else. And at some point in the future, you'll do something to someone else and you're going to hope that they forgive you. And so that's something for people to think about in regards to a desire to hold on to a grudge is that it's like, hey, you know what? I'll forgive them. And... Because I want someone to do the same to me in the future.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't disagree with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I disagree.
0: (laughs) Have a point made, but definitely, I I can tell you that for me. And I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up as well, because you have to get to your other meeting, too. One thing that was mentioned earlier about taking the hits, and it's funny because I discussed this when I did Capricorn's reading, which for my listeners, all the um, readings are up for the month of March. So if you want to listen to the, I did money readings for the month of March. If you want to listen to them, they're up. But during Capricorn's reading, it, one thing that was brought up was about taking the hits to get the happiness. Because that's the energy that came up during the reading when I did it. And I thought about the last Rocky film. I don't I don't know if you watch Rocky or not, but that's like one of my favorite um, franchises. And... Rocky was explaining to his son, "It's not about how hard you can hit; it's about ha- about how hard you can get hit and keep going." Is what he had mentioned to us. It was an amazing speech. If you uh, if you haven't seen uh, that last Rocky, just look up the speech on YouTube. You, you know, Rocky speech the son. You'll be able to find it. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. But um, definitely. This All the things mentioned in regards to taking the hits, in regards to forgiveness, in regards to surrounding yourself with individuals who have the same energy, because obviously you, you don't want to be around people where they're, they're constantly seeing things in a negative lens because that can bring your energy down. But all of all of the things mentioned throughout this conversation are some vital things that help build an individual's character. is what it does. So, yeah, I totally and, agree with that. And I'll say
1: this, don't forget rest. <laughs> Put it on the schedule for for example, me, I Work six weeks, the seventh week off. So every seventh week, the whole week is, is off. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's important getting rest. And so, uh, well, I guess I'll squeeze in just a little bit more nuggets. I gotta, I, I every time <laughs> I rest, it's like, I don't know if you've heard this term, uh, I guess entrepreneurs call it a shower moment. So basically they're working on something, a project. And when they turn away to do something seemingly mundane, like they're in the shower or cooking or maybe cleaning their home, then that's when a new idea pops into their head. Or Mm -hmm. that's when they see another way or another angle to, to tackle a, a project that they were working on. And so, since I've been doing this for about a, a year and a half now, every time I go into that week of rest, I always get a new idea, um, and I, I always find another perspective uh, to, addressed, addressed, <laughs> to address, addressed to address something that I was working on right before break. And so it's it's the new thing, man. Take time off. It's that mind needs it. It needs time to catch its breath. And it also needs to be clutter free so you can receive new ideas.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That- And me, I can be a workaholic sometimes. So, (laughs) Uh now I'm not.
1: I'm not not saying don't work. I'm not saying don't work. (laughs) I'm not saying don't work. But I'm saying, yeah, you get your you you get your work in, but then make sure you you're getting breaks as
0: well. Okay. Awesome. Well, definitely, Emmanuel. It has been a pleasure. having you on the Keeping Real with KC podcast. And for my listeners, you know the thing, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. K-I-R-W-K-C on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.